brand new banger. Banger. Knucklehead Comics Tuesday is fucking Tuesday. We got Lay in the building. We got Cap in the building. Cabs can't make it tonight, but he's here in spirit on Lay. My man, just chilling, brother. Chilling. What's up, Cap? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Is that? And the father goes shamefully. That's my son. And the other guy goes shamefully. Orion goes. That's my father. Choose fear and hate to run your life. Something you can't do. That was wrong me from the beginning. I was doing it that way. I was gonna go down that path. I worried. You thought it was Grayson? Grayson. Sorry, got hurt. Like not him. Not him. Make his brain for somebody, anybody that can help, and remembers. Ah, freeze. The media. Oh, you're Randall Savage. Savage. His knowledge and all other shit and his capacity to learn. Absolutely. This, This is yo. The only vegan I'll ever eat is is grilled chicken wings, cause that's like vegan to me. You know what I'm saying? Because the chicken wings are supposed to be fried, but you grill the chicken wings, you put it in some sauce, and give it some blue wings cheese. Is vegan. That's that's vegan. Like regular moo cow fuck milk. Put it in some honey nut Cheerios. Vegan, because honey nut Cheerios <laughs> good for your heart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> steal the question from Cavs. I huh? got it right. <laughs> I would also like to steal. I would also like to steal. I would also like to steal. You're too late. Wow. I stay loose, I stay tight, I stay loose, I stay tight, I stay loose, I stay tight. I could do this all night, cause I do what I like. Yeah, I do what I like, yeah, I do what I like. Sipping goose, sip is right, and I go with the flow. Yeah, I go with the flow. Yeah, I go with the flow. Cause I know I'm the show. In the zone, here I go. In the zone, here I go. In the zone, here I go. Yeah, they know I'm a pro. Yo, 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 this shit got fucked up, so we're just going to do it now. <laughs> I've been having issues with my, my computer, so fuck it. We're going to do it now. Y'all know the fucking left elbow, right elbow. If you don't know, then we're going to tell everybody else. Yeah. Slow bow, homo, yo, elbow. Hit the button. Fuck it. We'll do it live. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> Word. But anyway, we we out here. I see you, Kofi. I see you in the building. <laughs> we doing it live. We doing it. Scribe, all that other shit. So, yo, it's, it looks like it's just going to be me and you tonight, Cap. But tonight, we're going to have a discussion about Thrawn. And from what I've seen from Ezra and Sabine. So, I want to just... Do you have any news for us before we get straight into this episode? News? No, I don't think there's been any any news. Not that, no. not to be fair. I have spent most of my day looking up excuse me, a different topic, so I don't believe that there is any news. <laughs> Hold on. So you spend your days working hard on the go with your hands yeah. on the clock, <laughs> keep spinning too. Okay, <laughs> but. Apparently, um, the girl from Wolverine, um, 
The one the that Striker gave the... Huh? The girl played uh, Laura? No, um... The one that Striker put the Animanium in. Oh, Lady Deathstrike. She's gonna Here be in go. Deadpool 3, apparently. Yo, I... I honestly believe that Deadpool 3 is something that I don't want to say because I know how you are with spoilers. But it's going to be what? Like the fucking reboot of the... <laughs> the no. I Again, I don't want to say it because if I'm right, uh-huh. and if, if I'm right and everybody else is right, then you, know what the, you would know what the movie is. It's the multiverse of madness. But yeah. All right. So we got that out the way. <laughs> All right, let's let's go. Let's just jump straight into what I think is going on with Ezra and Sabine. You know how you kept saying like Ezra didn't really push or anything like that. Yo, I had I've written down my thoughts for the show immediately after watching it. I got them here. Okay, just to go for your thing, Ezra. For him sitting there, like, oh. I have the force. Was it cool to see a different fight style? Yes. What did he really do, though? He fist fought. And pushed him. Which is something we didn't see before. Oh, cool. He could fight. Great. But then he just pushed people, and he stopped the lightsaber. We've seen now, because of the sequels, we've seen that. But he... Here's the, here's the thing. All right, so this is just my guesstimation of what's going on because Ezra's been there for so long. We have a theory that the that um there's a there's a, a force god or something on Which this I have, planet. I have about that. You know, so so I'm I'm thinking this. Ezra had nothing but time on his hands to connect with the force. He's in a different galaxy. No one knows what a Jedi is. Ezra doesn't know what a Jedi is. So what does he do? He becomes more in tune with the Force. He doesn't become more in tune with a, as a Jedi. So that's why he's like, I don't need, like I'm, I'm not a Jedi. I'm more than a Jedi. I'm someone with special abilities. He got these this um this community with the the I don't know the name of the the people that he's with, you know. So he just became more intelligent, more, you know, adapted to that culture and all that other stuff. And he just basically became almost like Qui Gon. Right? He's just okay. more peaceful. I don't, you know, he's like, I don't need any of this other shit. I got me. I'm, I'm, you know, uh, confident in my ability. Yeah, he's he's Danny Yen from Rogue One. Yeah, but since he's became more in tune with the Force, I have a feeling the reason why he's not pushing Sabine is because he can sense the trouble in her. Because she's fighting her th- her her choice to team up with Balin to get to, to Ezra. She's fighting with the choice of not telling him the whole story. And now she's also trying to figure out how to get back because she doesn't, she, she, in her eyes, she ain't getting back. She's here with this nigga forever. So she like, she's uncertain. And the thing is, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask the question. Does she even want to get back? See, that's the thing. So he probably senses, all of this insecurity in her. That's why when she handed him the lightsaber, he's like, nah, I hand, I gave it to you. You use it. As a thing of this, I, you have to use your weapons. 
because I can tell that if you would have handed this to me, you wouldn't have been, you know, like good. At, you know what I'm saying? Like you need that to to solidify this fight. Like you need this in this fight. Yeah. I don't need that, right? But I think he's not pushing because he's starting to see Sabine as the child that left him. I mean, that he left. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is still the Sabine that's X amount of age when yeah. he left with Ron and he grew up. So he's, it's almost like he's treating her like a little sister. You know, okay. just being more, all right, whenever you want to open up, I'm here. Being more therapist than, yeah. yo, when are we out? You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what it is. And even like, um, Ahsoka. She, I think she's one of those, like, they're both, like, Ezra's like, yo, I'm going to do the, the therapeutic way of trying to get you to open up. And Ahsoka's like, I trust you 100% fully because I know the force will guide you to what you need to do. And it's your decision anyway, right? Yeah. So they're on both opposite ends of the spectrum. And Sabine is the only one that has no idea what, like, she doesn't, she hasn't connected with the force in a way where it's like, okay, no matter what decision I make, left or right, it's the right decision. She's still second-guessing us. She still doesn't believe that she's in this place. That's why when she said that Ahsoka took her on as an apprentice, Ezra got so like, what? And then he backed off like, no, no, yeah, you was training before and yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, you make a good... Like, he did the... Fuck you mean she's training you? Because he that was never... Discussed like she, you don't have the four. That was one like you don't have the yeah. four. Why she wait? No, 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 wait, no. Yep, you're right. You're right. I ain't trying to fuck with you right now. You're right. I don't want to break that whole confidence that you're trying to hide from me, you know. So, you know, that's what I've seen in that episode just relates related to them. And I'm glad you were able to see that because what I see is somebody who has no sense of urgency. I've been looking for you for however long it is in the show. All right? I don't know. It could be five, ten, two, six months. Who I don't know how long the actual timeline is, right? But for, for argument's sake, let's just put an arbitrary number. Let's say ten years she's been looking for, for this man, right, for Ezra. In ten years... Ahsoka's grown up. Hera's grown up. Zeb's grown up. Chopper's different. Jason's grown up. Ezra's grown up. Thrawn's grown up. Shin, Hattie, and Balin came out of fucking hiding. And Sabine is still the same fucking person. It's like... It's my, it's my problem that I have with Batman. We keep saying Batman is still the kid in the alley. Yeah. Right? But he's surrounded. Like, if it was just Batman on his own, that's fine. But he's surrounded with other heroes that had to go through tragedies and learn to fucking get on and move on and evolve and change. He's with the Flash. The Flash had to lose his mom, then go back in time, and willingly lose her again to set shit right. And it's like, yo, when the fuck are you going to grow up? 
How are you looking for this man for 10 years? And you don't want to tell him every fucking thing. You don't want to tell him, yo, we had to fight this. Ahsoka might be gone. These people are here. Thrawn's here. We got to figure out how to get you home. We got It should have been a thing of her spilling so much that Ezra's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. Hold on a second. We're seeing each other. Let's take this in for a second. And then tell me what the fuck's going on. Not, hey, I'm ready to leave. Ah, chill out, man. Some, uh, some princess, princess bride shit. Let me tell you everything. Too much to explain. Let me start from the beginning. Let me sum up. They got your girl. We can't get home. <laughs> Let's figure this shit out. What? All right. Um, you're the master planner. <laughs> Yo. Yo. And the reason I say this, right? It's different when you... So... Sabine has always had to think Ezra's out there, right? She never lost the fact that he's still alive. She never once thought he was dead. She's always still alive, right? So when you see him, how are you not bursting at the fucking seams? I was gone for what? Six? No, not even six weeks. I was gone for like almost a year, half a year or some shit. The first time I came back from the military, when I tried to surprise everybody. And when I got in, when I got in the car, and you finally realized it was me, what did you do? You <laughs> I was in disbelief. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! For the entire car ride, from where we lived, the entire ten to fifteen minute drive to our uncle's house. Yeah. Mom beat the shit out of you. Yeah, but that's another story for another <laughs> yeah. day. But you had a big reaction. Yeah. How the fuck she just woke up? See him, smile, and then Han from Fast and Furious. I don't worry about Tokyo Drift. We'll get there. What the fuck you mean? You you were way more vocal with trying to ask, with yelling at Balin. We had a deal. Take me to Ezra. Where the fuck does he know Ezra is? He came from where you came. He ain't know where the fuck to go until you all found out together. Yeah. The fuck you yelling at him? We had a deal. Take me to him. But then when you get to him, hey, we cool. Nah, <laughs> don't worry about it. Everything gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad that you were able to get something out of it. For me, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna get into this right now. Episode seven was the first time I was at the end of the episode I was legit worried like oh shit this is going to crash and burn cuz what was the first thing I said the first thing I told you was yo Balin what the fuck we doing bro yeah cuz he just let he just let Shin go I'm on my own path you're on your own kid go out there and fucking do whatever then what was the second thing I told you about the episode? Second thing, verbatim. We spent 39 minutes and this is all we did? Yeah. The fuck did we do? That that scares me. And then I realized something. I realized why that scared me. That episode, for me at least, was like the 2014 Godzilla. 
If you watch the 2014 Godzilla, compared to everything else we've gotten, is it a good movie? Yes. If you watch it in a vacuum, is it a good movie? Parts of it. Everything you want to see, oh, shit, Godzilla's about to do something, and then they cut away. Yeah. Oh, shit, here's Godzilla, and then they cut away. And you spend, as you're watching it, you're enjoying what you're seeing because, again, it's well-directed, it's well-shot, it's well-acted, except for the main dude. But, you know, there's parts in it as you're watching it, you're like, yo, this shit is okay. And then you leave, then it ends, and you're like, oh, I wish we'd have got more of this. So, like, with Ezra, oh, I, I got the Force. Okay, we just seen Vader kick the shit out of Reva, only using the Force. Didn't even pick up the lightsaber for the first half of that fight. Yeah. The whole fucking thing. We're good. We see afterwards Ahsoka use more Force abilities on, on Shin. Right? For him to just turn around and just fist fight, half push one dude, fully push another dude, stop a lightsaber. I believe that's all he did. Yeah. Like that is not that is not um look what I learned from the force. That's something he was doing already with Kanan. Then we get to the thing for me, and this is a me personal thing. Sabine's got the lightsaber. He's got the force. This is what I this is what I was hoping Ray and Finn would do. We got a force user and a lightsaber wielder, and they're two separate people. How are you going to deal with that, Shin? How are you going to deal with that? And immediately, they split up and do other shit, and it's not a fucking thing. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I what I say? Doing that, I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. Yep. And nothing happened. I'm t- yo, not for nothing, the... Um... The most badass shit I've ever seen people do with the force, Kylo Ren when he stopped the beam from the from the, the gun. That fight with Vader, and then he stopped the lightsaber. And you see the lightsaber being pushed yeah. back and shit. But I wanted more of that. Like at this point, the force is almost telekinesis. There's no special shit in it. Like he didn't do this force speed. He didn't jump like like Qui-Gon yeah. and Obi-Wan doing all that other shit. There's more to the force than just fucking pushing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I would have liked more. And another big problem I have is one that we're never gonna get rid of. We're, we're, we could talk about the cameos too. It's one that we're never gonna get rid of. There is no reason. So I'm gonna preface it by saying this. By asking this question, why do you think Darth Maul is such a big character in Star Wars? One, because he looks cool, and two, because he actually fucking fights. Yeah, like he's, he's you know he, he, he does some cool. crazy shit with, and he, he had the double lightsaber. Two, he took on two Jedi and was able to kill one. And if he wasn't so fucking stupid with playing with Obi Wan, he'd have took out both. Right. Yeah. But now we get to Shin. I swear on everything with the Marauders and the Death Troopers or the Night Troopers or whatever the fuck, the Cooper Troopers, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> them useless pieces of shit. With them, I kill them. she should have been able to handle Sabine. 
Sabine should be dead 15 times already. Yeah. And Especially Ezra, after the without first his episode. lightsaber, should also be dead. There's no reason why Sabine, um, Shin, shouldn't have been able to kill both of them. But we can't get that because of the way Star Wars runs. She's either gonna do she's either gonna do a turn and become good again, or they need her for something later on down the line. The good guys gotta win. We're not gonna get that. And because we're never gonna get that, it's it's almost like a fucking waste. It's like how you keep losing to these people. Yeah. And it, it's it's start. I'm telling you, this episode frustrated me because Balin, what if? I don't understand why Balin let her go. And nobody that I've seen react has any has any fucking clue. Like they're doing yoga to try to to try to come up with why because it doesn't make sense. If you're that confident in her ability, she should have got the job done. Or she she should have been she should have been the reason why Ahsoka needed to come save him. Yeah. Then on top of that, you have something that somebody else brought up that I was watching. You bring in the Marauders. Did they not tell Sabine when she left, be careful, it's dangerous out there? Yeah. You got Marauders, uh, whatever. I don't think they call them Marauders. I just say it because I don't know what they call them. But they're like, you got scavengers or whatever out there. These guys have proven to be useless. Who the fuck are they? Who are they scaring? What dangers do they pose? One man and a bunch of idiot fucking rock turtles. Which, by the way, I'm not a fan of the Ewoks. Never been a fan of the Ewoks. And I don't give a shit that you took the fur off and put a fucking rock shell on a goddamn t- I don't give a shit. That's just as fucking stupid. But again, that, that part's for kids. So let the kids have it. But... One man and some useless fucking rocks. They survived. You want to stop them? We sent the death troopers in. And now this is more confusing. A bunch of them died. None of them smoked. So are they the dead army? Or are they just regular troopers that survived? And the cargo being loaded, they're going to be the dead army. They did look like like uh, caskets, and from what I've seen in some of the Easter eggs, they're the witches. See, that's the thing. We don't. We kind of built up. We kind of built up. Shit. Uh, my question. Sorry, I'm sorry to keep ranting. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm actually a little bit fucking tired. It, it hit me only in episode seven. This whole, I'm chasing something out there. You're, you're made to be more than a Jedi. I'm doing this here. Cool. What are, We got one episode left. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Somebody better start saying something. Because I don't know what the fuck, I don't know what Balin's doing. And I have a theory about... I don't have a theory. Other people have a theory, and I have a thing to explain. 
the crazy. To be honest, my theory is somebody fucked up writing the last two episodes. That's my theory. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody wrote all this and forgot that they that it had to go somewhere. I, and I'm only saying this because I know Disney Plus has a thing for not giving us enough. The last episode needs to be at least an hour and 30 minutes to explain think, shit. But I'm I pretty sure it's probably, probably going to be another 46 minutes. Yeah. 30 I minutes. This one's going to be like, it's going to be 50 something minutes runtime, 40 something minutes of actual Bell to Bell and, show. And that's, that's not enough because the questions I have, why is everything being loaded onto Thrawn's vehicle when the shit you put in space that was holding all that jumps galaxy light years. Why wouldn't Thrawn put his people on that shit? Ooh, no, it's 49 minutes. <sighs> so we, we got 30 minutes of runtime. Well, I mean, it was 39 minutes of runtime yesterday with 30, with 46 minute total. So probably somewhere around <laughs> 40, 42 minutes. The, um, what is Balin doing on this planet? Where has Shin gone? Because how the fuck is everyone else getting off of this planet? These are the questions that I have. How is everyone else getting off with the the fucking light speed? Because that would have been plan A. If I was Sabine, Ezra, the only thing that can get us out of here is that big-ass sphere. We need to get up there somehow. And I don't have a ship because I came in here with Thrawn. You know? So now, um... Now what? Ahsoka comes there. The whales are gone. And real quick, I was watching Screen Crush and he was saying that one of the whales should have died. To, to show the gravity of the situation. In all honesty, the whales have no no claim in this fight. They would just go into the planet. Those were landmines. Those were not strong enough to kill the whales. Those pretty much were just aggravating the whales. And the whales like, what the fuck is That's this? Let's get out of here. Any animal that has been <clears throat> surprised, put in a trap, or anything like that, first instinct is to run. It's always to escape. They did the right thing with those whales. Like, yo, let's light speed out of this motherfucker. Get out of it. Now, Ahsoka going through all that shit and 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 the uh, the debris and all that. That's cool. The night sisters found them with her using the force and whatever. That should have been something different there. It should have been like Thrawn knew we were coming. Instead, it's all right. Everything's going to be all right. You know, there's a difference between arrogance and confidence. And Thrawn don't play that shit. And you should know Thrawn don't play that shit. Thrawn's like Gator. <laughs> Gator don't play that shit. Thrawn don't play that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you, like even the, the robot, because uh, I'm gonna call him that because I don't know his fucking name. Quinn Shin, 
Wu Yang. He should have been like, um, Piranha's here. We cannot under we have already underestimated this man on the travel here. He is 14 steps ahead of us. We need a plan. But she's too busy putting out a plan for Balin, putting out a plan for Shin, putting out a plan for the pawns. When you're playing chess, you go after the king, you don't go after the pawns. And and you heard Thrawn. This was a success. We're almost done. They don't have any time left because they're fucking around. Yeah. Thrawn don't fuck around. Thrawn needs new shoes. Well, I mean, I would assume so. He's been there for 20 years with the same shit. <laughs> Yo, I, I have a funny feeling that Thrawn is the type of guy who he still has and wears daily the original Jordans from 1987 or whenever they first came out. And they're fucking even they're in even better condition than we have our brand new shit today. Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. But so that this proved Thrawn how badass he is. Yeah, this but that's the one shining it, moment is Thrawn's it, portrayal and his plan. Here's one thing I can foresee into how Thrawn fucks up. Because they kind of foreshadowed this already. Thrawn said Ahsoka's master was Anakin. Now, you have already informed me that Thrawn knew that Anakin was Vader. They had a friendship, yeah. So, he said he can be unpredictable. Ahsoka can be unpredictable. But does he know Anakin Skywalker from when he trained Sabine? Or is he assuming that the Darth Vader Anakin is the same person that trained Ahsoka? Because now, he can't use the fact that Anakin... Went to be Darth Vader against Ahsoka because she already got over it. Also, Darth Vader and Anakin are two different people. I don't think Thrawn knows that. Because Thrawn knew Thrawn knew Vader. Let's put it that way. Thrawn knew Vader. Right? And with with the way Thrawn is. He definitely would have backtracked information on Vader and found out, oh, he was Anakin. What did Anakin do? And reading up, like, he knows Anakin through probably what I would assume is history reading. And he knows Vader from personal interaction. Yeah. Right? But I don't think he's separated the two. I just think he's like, he used to be this. Now he's this. He sees an evolution to yeah. it, not a separation of it. To your point, I where I think Thrawn can easily be defeated and get fucked up if he is the big bad for the movie or however we're going to stop him. Ahsoka, Sabine, Ezra... And whoever else from this planet comes back, whether it's Shin and Balin or just Shin or whoever. Thrawn turns around and is like, fuck, I thought we got rid of these motherfuckers. How are they still here? Well, let me try to deal with them. And he's not going to have that much time 
or foresight to prepare for Mando, Bo-Katan, Luke, Boba, whoever else now comes from the exterior to fucking join the fight. And when he doesn't have when he doesn't have time to prepare distinctly, he's gonna be at a disadvantage. But here's the thing, though, because we, we're talking about the movie, right? The, potentially. Right, so, I mean, the movie's happening, yeah, but yeah. potentially this potentially. is what's going to happen. So now, I'm thinking that the, the timeline's run congruent. So let's say that that guy that said that little speck that you had to use a fucking telescope to see when they were running through the intergalactic fucking um, warp well, speed yeah. was, was Mando. From part season three or whatever the fuck that was, Mando and little uh, Grogu. If that's the timeline, then we have to assume that Thrawn is already back. And the first thing he did was was uh, was freed um, General. Is it not? Yeah, I don't want to say Grievous. Moth Gideon. Because remember, Moth Gideon's transport was was. Um, yeah, but we know we know that it wasn't. I think we know it was. Uh, um, Morgan, who freed him. Yeah, but they have to team up. And who knows Mando and the Mandalorian is better than Moth Gideon. True, but as of right now, Moth Gideon is presumed dead. That's true. He's presumed dead right now. But how many people have come out? We don't, we've never seen the body fast and the yeah, Nope, nobody, yeah, nobody fucking dies. Yeah. Unless your name is Qui-Gon motherfucking Jin. <laughs> nobody dies in this goddamn. Uh, so, what did I say when, when, uh, when Sabine stabbed that fucking Marauder dude? What did yeah, I say? He's, like, alive. Oh, he's all right. Yeah, she only stabbed him in the, in the chest, nothing yeah. vital. He's fine. What <laughs> Thrawn left in the last episode when his ship was ready, he would have left. He wouldn't have gave a shit if nobody was in there. Yo, are you kidding? This episode, this whole thing should start with Thrawn like deuces. He was at what three percent left? Pretty much, yeah. Like he had two rows left in those cargo ships, which I still don't understand why they need to move all that shit onto this. Unless while they're 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 wave surfing, the the sisters are gonna do a ritual. So. All right, so you don't know this. That's Thrawn's ship. That's the Chimera. That shit comes from the books. Not from just the anime. They brought Thrawn and his ship from the books to the animated to now live action. That's like saying, why the fuck did Han need to go back and get the Millennium Falcon? Just grab another ship and go. Like, that's no, no. his fucking ship. Well, I'm saying, like, they could have put the Chimera in between that circle. They're going to. And, that's and the plan. And left, and while they were doing all this shit, figured out a way to transport all that shit into the the galaxy. Nah, you you got to bring all that shit for, dude. Th hold on. So what what it sounded like you just said was, yo, we could be on the highway. Let's get in the car and drive, and then we'll figure out how to put the luggage in the car either on the way or when we get there. Well, here's the thing though, if if I got a van with all the luggage. Why am I going to go to your house to put the luggage in your car and then take the van in your car to the fucking... Wait, dude, the, the cargo is on the planet. They're moving it from the planet to the Chimera, then they're leaving. I thought they were moving the shit from the fucking ship to no, the... No! That's why I'm like, what the fuck? No, they're moving it from the planet 
to the ship and leaving. <laughs> That's why I'm like, why would you bring all that shit from the ship to go to his ship if you're both using the same ship to go? <laughs> What is what is going on here? Now, now it makes perfect sense why you. <laughs> like, what are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> That's what, if you would have put the plane in the thing, you would have had everything already ready. <laughs> you wouldn't have needed time. No. You would have left before Soka got there. No, I guarantee you, they did not. They did not come to find Thrawn with the dead bodies already. Like shit. Prepack dead bodies. <laughs> man. I thought that part was obvious. <laughs> hey, listen, man. It's not as obvious as you think. Apparently not. <laughs> now, now your comment makes so much more sense. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here like, yo, why the fuck you want to leave before they came here to get thrown and this shit from this rock place? Why do I keep leaving this shit behind? I'm, that's what I was thinking. It wouldn't have been behind. It'd have been another shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's called dragging into episode eight. No, yeah, seriously. But yeah, all right. So this is here goes another foreshadow. Thron's leaving. Yes. And yes. we know that they're prepared for Thron to come back. Mm. Well, one person is, and 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 Princess Leia. Someone, one person and C-3PO There's at least one ship Of people that's gonna go Try to stop Thrawn from coming back And Now we have Ahsoka and, and Ezra And maybe Sabine That are Force users I'm thinking they're gonna try to On the way back Force contact <coughs> The son of the general. So he can warn them Jason. about Thrawn coming. But yeah. Dude. I you know that that does make sense. My first call would be to Luke. I'm like, yo, Luke. Well, you can't you can't bother Luke. He's too busy building a temple and, and looking for other Jedi to train. Why would he want to stop a galaxy ending force? This is in episode six. Or seven, or eight, or nine, or ten, or eleven, or twelve, or the first one. This is a TV show. We don't need Luke to stop everything. <laughs> Only the, the Yo, big shit. It, you know, it's funny because people are like, oh, I've heard a few murmurings of how come Luke's not in this series at all. And I'm like, well, it's called Ahsoka. I was like, one, or, there's two things, right? First off, Luke doesn't know Thrawn. Thrawn was gone before Luke was around. He doesn't know that this motherfucker's out there. He's doing his yeah. own thing. So unless he's called upon, why the fuck would he just show up? Two, how many times, ask yourself, everybody watching right now, look at yourselves in the mirror and ask yourself, how many times some shit has happened to you and then you had to immediately turn around and tell your friends, you'll never believe what the fuck happened. Where were they? Yeah. Where the fuck were they? You got a, I guarantee you got a friend that could have got you out of this situation you that happened to you and fucking two seconds flat. The perfect person for that situation. Where the fuck was he? Or yeah. she? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like shit happens outside 
of everybody else. Sometimes and, you're just not dead. <laughs> yeah. And and Luke helped Grogu and, and Mando because they called on him from the fucking planet. Remember? Yeah, he reached out. He reached out to a Jedi that was closest and Luke answered the call. But also, my all right, I understand Ahsoka's not the end all be all Jedi. But the way they they're bringing her up, you would think she is on the same level or a, a notch below Anakin, and for, she can't beat Balin. So, I I think she can't. I think she can't beat Balin for two reasons. One, again, Ahsoka is not fully. Excuse me, fully trained Jedi. Regardless, regardless of how strong she is with the Force, Balin is fully fucking trained. Order sixty six survivor. Like yeah, Ahsoka also survived Order sixty six because she was, she was there, but she wasn't in the Jedi Order. Well, she according was, according to the show. The clones helped her out. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Balin went all the way through and was probably a Jedi Knight. If not close to being a master himself. Yeah. Based on how he is with, with Shin. So you, you're, take, you're taking on somebody. <clears throat> you're taking on somebody who is a dark side user but not a Sith. So he's got a different perspective. He's got a different fighting style. He's got a different motive for fighting. So her not being able to beat him is, you know, it's kind of, it is believable. Because he's fighting for something different. He's not just fighting. He's not like Darth Maul. He's not just fighting for the sake of fighting. He wants to know who Balin's master was. The rumor is Plo Plow. I I honestly think it's Plo Koon as well, because <clears throat> that that makes the biggest sense with the way Plo Koon ties in with Ahsoka. To have that connection, that makes the most sense. But you know, who knows? Oh. The whole uh, him his lightsaber being orange, so here's another reason why Ahsoka might not be able to beat uh, Balin. If we're going with the theory, right, that you bleed a kyber crystal to turn it red to signify you're a Sith, right? And this gentleman is not fully Sith, but he's starting. He is dark side use, so his lightsaber is orange. But what color would it have to be if you're bleeding it and it turns to orange? Yellow. Yeah. Yellow would signify that you're a Jedi, either Sentinel or the Jedi Guard of the Temple. They were handpicked and trained as the best of the fucking best. So if anything, which is why... It's weird that in Order 66, they got... So, there's a thing where 
Order 66 happened, and the uh, the Grand Inquisitor, he was a temple guard. And the story is, I don't even, I don't remember if it's actually in the anime where they say it, the in Rebels, or if it's in one of the books. But when Order 66 happened, he turned, and then he helped kill all the other fucking guards. Which would be the only thing that would make sense, because those guards are purposely built to destroy anybody who's coming in. If another Jedi wanted to show up, they're getting fucked up by these guards. So would he be stronger than Anakin? No. Would he have been better than Anakin? Anakin probably would have been the only one that could have went in there and just handled all of them. What about um, Mace Windu? Mace would have... Mace, for the simple fact that Mace had dark side abilities, he could use the lightning and all that shit. He might have stood a chance. So those two would have probably stood a chance. And maybe Yoda. But anybody else did, like, they were trained to be that good. And the reason they, the reason they all wear the masks and they all have yellow sabers is because they're anonymous. And the, the yellow saber originally for the, the Temple Knights was to mask who you were. Because if I see a green or blue, I know you're either a knight or a, what do you call it, or a master, and I know which side of the force you lean and what abilities you have. I see yellow, I don't know what the fuck you can do. Yeah. And that, what do you call it, that would also lean to if Balin was a guard who somehow lived and escaped, that would that would show why... He's, he could beat Ahsoka because we don't know we don't really know how strong he is or what he can do he was trained on another level and for everybody who's playing the home game as I like to say there is literal levels to the whole metachlorian force wielding ability shit so like I brought it up with, with the NBA on how to explain metachlorians and how everybody's force sensitive Think of it as the NBA there. They, you got Jordan, you got Kareem, you got Magic, you got Walt, you know, you got all those oh, guys yeah. on the list. And Dwayne Wade, yeah, Dwayne Wade's a badass motherfucker. And he's one of the best players ever to do it. But if you put one person that's above him, he's losing. Now, is that person as good as LeBron and Durant and all? No, but he's just one notch above. So, Ahsoka is here. Balin has to at least be one one notch above. He goes, uh, she's like a mutant who has Omega-like abilities, but isn't technically an Omega-level mutant. Yeah. Because she... She's imbued, so we don't really have an answer to this, if this is true, or how much this is, or what that really means. But the theory is that she's imbued with the daughter's energy, life force. Right? We've seen the daughter give her life force to bring her back to life. So we know that, but we don't know what that also entails, because we haven't seen her really tap into anything. 
I don't think she's really unlocked anything. And I don't think that really means, <clears throat> I don't really think that means as much to boosting what you already have. Like her limit is, her limit cap didn't go up now because she got that extra life force. Because if you remember that arc, Anakin was able to already control both the daughter and the son. Yeah. He was already able to overpower them. Because he was the chosen one. Yeah. Even giving her that extra still was not going to boost her if Vader, if she had to actually fight Vader again. As we see in Rebels when Vader handled her. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. That makes sense. I just want to know what, because the, here, here's the thing that they're not really harping on. Because a lot of the reviewers are like, there's no gravity or there's no weight to this. One of the whales need to die. Someone need to die. <clears throat> no one is concerned with getting back home except for Ezra. Ezra's the only one that uttered the words getting back home. Either when are we getting back home? I'm starting to believe we're coming back home. <laughs> Is someone going to be there when I get back home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no one gives a shit about getting back there. Um, Thrawn is the only other person. But to you, to their defense, Ahsoka just got there, so she <laughs> hadn't she hadn't got a second to to do all that. She just yeah. showed up, had to fight, hug, hey, we got him, and then the episode ended. And Sabina probably uh, Sabine apparently, after getting stabbed, has better shit to do. <laughs> yeah, had become <laughs> the least talkative person in the world. Because you know you know what they say. Near-death experience makes you want to hold all the information to yourself. Yeah. Hey, you died. Did you see anything on the other side? Ah, don't worry about it. We got plenty of time, dog. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see her. If Sabine was a real person and a robbery happened in front of her, the cops were like, did you see anything? Blah, I'll tell you later. Can we just can we just enjoy the fact that there's a man in uniform standing in front of me, officer? Like, <laughs> where the donuts at? <laughs> who who's it, Jakin? Who? Uh, because speaking of Jedi levels, I wonder where what's, what's his name, J- Jason. Will place after part? Is oh, that his, that's that his master? Uh, Harris' son? That's how they oh. spell his name. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Well, considering the fact that Kanan is his father, he probably is not going to place too much higher than where Kanan or maybe get to his level. I want. I think Kanan would have been dope. My passion. Yeah, but Freddie Prince. So Freddie Prince has said that he does not want to do it because Kanan already had the best ending. And he thinks anytime he shows up, it cheapens the ending. He hated the fact that his voice was in Force Awakens. Because mm. he he literally said, he was like, 
my character why the fuck would my character be up there with all the other Jedi voices? Like he wasn't strong enough in the force to do to be there. Why would he have been there? To which I say I see where he's coming from, but as a fan perspective, if they're gonna if you're gonna hear all the fucking Jedi, let's hear all the Jedi. And like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, why was Ahsoka there? Ahsoka wasn't dead. <laughs> that's the thing, though. If you're gonna do voices of Jedi, you have to do familiar voices of Jedi. Yeah. Because if imagine if we just heard random people's voices, like, yeah. what happened to Mace Windu? What happened to Anakin? What happened to Qui Gon? What happened to fucking, you know, Jedi number three from the first one? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what happened to all of them? But he also doesn't like the fact that Kid Jane and uh, Kanan. Which I forget what his real name is, but he hates the fact that his younger self showed up in Bad Batch in that Order sixty six scene. He doesn't like that either. Well, I didn't even see that. You, you, dude, we saw that episode together where they they went back and showed what happened to. Remember, they were like, "Oh, they're chasing the Bad Batch. Had to kill somebody." Yes, yes, yes. And we're yes. like, "Who the fuck is that? Oh, that's Kanan's fucking master, and that's him." Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember. Um, so speaking of masses, Plo Koon, Plo Koon, right? Plo Koon, yeah. I know he's, if he is Balin's master, he's also the one that gave Ahsoka to Anakin to train. Is this why it's so important that he's the master of Balin? I mean, it, so it would be the, it would be a good connective tissue. Like it's, it's not, it's not vital for him to have any connection. But it'd be cool if he had that connection. Because he does seem to have some infinity affinity for her. Yeah. And it doesn't just it doesn't just seem to be like oh because she's a Jedi and only because she's a Jedi. There's it seems like there's something more there. What if let's <clears throat> throw this shit out the window. What if Balin is Qui Gon's son? Because remember, Qui Gon believed you can have attachments and all that. What if he had a hidden son that the Order didn't, that the the Jedi Force didn't know about, and then some like he just manipulated something so another person, or Plagueen was like. I'll watch over him, and very few people knew this. And it's like he's been connected to Ahsoka just because it's like this one connected with with Anakin, and you know it's like the forces in the twenty five levels of bacon. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's just yeah. he's he's some like why not throw that out there? That's probably yeah. why this guy's so fucking good at shit. Is you know what I'm saying? Because I don't think I don't, I don't think that it makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Listen, when you can tell me that Ray is Palpatine's granddaughter because she fucking thrusted a lightsaber once when she didn't know how to use a fucking sword and she was using a stick and usually you thrust a stick, when you can make that connection, this motherfucker's Yoda's brother. This motherfucker's... You can make a connection that this motherfucker's Yoda's brother. Dude, He's but that connection... Is, 
that connection <laughs> made perfect sense because there's only but so many there's only seven ways that you could train in yeah. the art of a fucking lightsaber. But she never trained. No, I that's get like, that. That, but that's like if you gave me nunchucks and I did woo woo woo, you like, oh shit, this nigga's Bruce Lee's grandson. No, no, that's not how it works. But now, but now, if <laughs> if all the, the men in our family had a different weapon or a different fighting style associated with them, and somebody saw you for the first time and you instinctively went with one of their fucking fight styles, I could see where people would be like, ha, huh, he might belong to that guy. <laughs> she had no form, but she trusted up. Ah! Palpatine. The fuck? Dude, we've, we've hashed that shit out. Nah, yeah, I know. <laughs> again and again. Fucking Snoke is in one of those boxes. Yo, it, how cool would it be if, see, now, we'd have to go and retcon a bunch of shit because it turned out that Snoke was just a fucking meat puppet and not anything. Who was he? Huh? Was he? He was just a fucking meat puppet. He was nobody. No. Oh. That was the whole point of The Last Jedi. Nobody was anybody. Nobody fucking cares about anything. Yeah, but they, they didn't watch the movie Lean on me. Everybody what? is somebody. <laughs> How cool would it have been if Balin was Snoke? Yeah. Yo, then we really got a retcon shit because Balin's a strong motherfucker. And I, I'm sorry, I don't think he would have fell for the banana in the tailpipe. The way that, that Snoke died, I don't think Balin would have fell for the banana in the tailpipe. Again, yeah. Nah, he just... That's fucking poor writing. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So I, the last thing I say about that, I don't know how you're in a room with a with probably the strongest force user, even if he's on the dark side, sitting right in front of you, and he didn't feel the shit next to him was being manipulated in the incorrect way by the mother other motherfucker. He just didn't need thirty seconds to go hold these motherfuckers out like. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, somehow Palpatine returned. And I'm going to get to that later on in this discussion as a fucking fear of mine. But go ahead. Now, with the unfortunate passing of Balin in real life, I know they, I don't think they changed the story after he passed. But what how do we see these people move on? Somebody had a great idea. And the fans, they got to get on board. At some point, if we want to keep these characters going, we're going to have to just recast these motherfuckers. Somebody else is going to have to be Han. Somebody else is going to have to be Luke. Yeah. You can't just keep bullshit computer generating motherfuckers. No, listen, I, I'm not mad at that as long as you get the right shit, but also someone needs to, if you're going to be bailing, you got to come with that. Gerard That's Butler. They, some, they had the suggestion, have Gerard Butler come in. And I was like, fuck yeah. Leonidas? 
He could fucking do it. <clears throat> yeah, but he would have to be Leonidas. He can he can't do that. The, Balin has a presence, but Gerard Butler's presence has, seeks a little uh, charisma in it. But I, I, yeah, I can see that. Yo, there's one other guy that I would suggest. I'm going to bring him up because I don't think... Um... Superman. Henry huh? Cavill. Henry Cavill. <laughs> Henry Cavill and um, what's his name that that, late, that uh, Cavs always mentioned? Ryan, Ryan Gosling. You split him up. <laughs> the first half of the movie is Henry Cavill. The second half of the movie is Ryan Gosling. No one would know the difference. I forget this dude's name. Oh, Vincent Reagan. This guy. Yeah. He looks like he looks like him. He does. And if you watch One Piece, he's without being overly mustache twirly and big and bright, he's menacing as fuck. Like I either get that dude, um, Gerard Butler, or get that dude. What about the guy who played the comedian? Jeffrey D. Morgan? Well, how about if, the dude's a British actor. He's got the accent. How about we just pick another fucking dude instead of somebody trying to put on an accent? Henry Cavill. <laughs> see, nah, I, I, thing, I, right? yeah, nah. no, no, I don't want Henry Cavill because I don't want Henry Cavill to turn around and then tell the writers all the shit they got wrong and how they're not sticking to the fucking lore and then he gets replaced by Liam Helmsworth <laughs> in season three. <laughs> But so people are saying to just recast him? That, no, not people. One person had that great idea, and I was like, "That, that's good." And I honestly think, yo, if we if we want to see these characters keep going, so this is why I say this, right? <clears throat> George Reeves played Superman. Then Brandon Roth played Superman. Then Henry Cavill played Superman. Then the whoever the new guy is is playing Superman. Michael Keaton played Batman. Val Kilmer, George Clooney, uh, what's his name? I'm blanking on name. Christian Bale, fucking uh, Boston Cream Pie played him. Ben Affleck, like we we already have in our fucking fandom one character who's played by a million fucking guys already. The Joker has like for at least four or five people playing. Them. Yeah, so who really gives a shit? Like we could have, in all honesty. And I never was on the side of, I was never on the side of what they did. I mean, yeah, honor Chadwick. This is a weird one because you you want to honor him, okay, honor him. But you could have recasted the Black Panther. And they just kept having him in the fucking MCU. Because what if... Think about it. Think about it this way. What if Chadwick got sicker and couldn't do the movies and had to step down and didn't die before he got to complete it, just couldn't do it while he was alive? We would have had to recast. You're not going to sit there and go, well, Chadwick can't do it. Take him out. He's no longer in the thing. I mean, you could you could have did that. You could have did the, the thing where he was sick during the entire movie of Wakanda Forever. And it was like he had to 
Deadpool shit, like a, a skin-eating disease or some shit like that, and it fucked up his face, and he has to wear a mask. Uh, yeah, or, I don't think we have to or, get that crazy. But. Or they, they did a surgery, and now he looks like fucking Denzel instead of a Chaswick. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They, 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 or just walk up in there and it's a new it's a new person. Everyone was fine with Rhodey until he yeah. turned green. Until but, they until they recasted Rhodey with a green woman, no one had a problem with it. But the the here's the here's the dichotomy with that example specifically, and why that example is so difficult is because I mean the movie they made to honor him was beautiful. No, yeah. But in in reality, we can recast. If you want to keep this motherfucker, this character forever, nobody lives forever. Other people are going to have to play him. I mean, they got a new Captain America. Yeah, but I mean, they don't have a new Steve Rogers. But yeah. like, no. if you want Steve Rogers back and what's and uh, Chris Evans don't want to do it, you got to get somebody else to fucking do it. Like, that's just the fucking... That's how it goes. Harrison Ford's 80 fucking something years old. If, Lord forbid, we have to do a fucking reboot of the sequels and try to bring him back, grab somebody else. See, now, when it comes guy, when, when it comes it. to Indiana Jones, I got a I gotta gatekeep. We should not recast Indiana Jones. We just should stop making those movies. Yo, I want everybody to stop making those movies. Matter of fact, not tonight. It's Tuesday. People got to work. I want everybody this weekend. Here's their homework assignment. Everybody this weekend, go back and watch the third Indiana Jones, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm gonna look it up now just to be just to be 100 on which what movie I'm gonna tell you to go watch. Give me one second. Everybody is. Yeah, I, I don't think we should have another Indiana Jones movie, period. No, so Indiana Jones, the last one was The Last Crusade. Duh, stupid ass. Hmm? Everybody go watch Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. You don't have to watch the whole thing. You just have to watch him walk off into the fucking sunset because the trilogy ended and his story was done. Why we needed four and five? Who knows? What should have they done with four and five? Either redo it or put another motherfucker in there. Yeah. I mean, they, they were trying to with Shia, but Shia ain't it. Shia wasn't going to be it. That's See, that's that's where I'm, I'm going with it. Now, I'm not looking for an exact replacement for Balin. But what I am is looking for is someone that can fit his shoes. There's already fall. this character already has life. You can't change the way this character is by bringing in someone who's not worthy to fit in the character. You know what I'm saying? Like Batman. This is a pre-made character. In one way or another, the the actor you got to play Batman needs to be Batman. It doesn't need to be George Clooney. It needs to be Batman. Balin has already set the parameters of which Balin is. 
We need someone to fear Balin. Yeah. You know? That's why I think had I'm saying the, the choice he made the choice he made and the choice I gave, I think are if we were going that route, those would be my front runners. Because I think they'd be able they have enough acting ability to do that. To step and I, in I, and find the great mix of what he laid and layering what they can do. I think Bucky would be a good Luke. Yeah, he's and he's the internet one hundred percent choice. And bear with me. I think Hawkeye could be Han Solo. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, he could be Han Solo. One hundred fucking percent. Yes. He he has it. He has it. How is he doing, by the way? Is there any updates with his health? I think he's. I think he's good. He he was before the whole writer strike and shit. He was on a on a late night talk show and talked about the whole thing. Okay, because I know he had a cane then, no? Yeah, but I the fact that we haven't heard anything about it, like any extra shit, bodes very well. Okay. And um, Elena, I, I'm just gonna pick all these fucking Marvel people, but this is the thing though. They already live in a Elena could be Princess Leia. No, I think to be honest, if we're gonna if we're gonna recast Wait. Princess Leia, it's got to be her daughter. Who who's her daughter? Uh, she her daughter was actually in the fucking the last film, but uh, I'm gonna look it up right now so you can see. I could see that. Like Ice Cube, son played Ice Cube in the biopic. That's her and her daughter from, I think it's uh, 8, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I'm going to try to see if I can get a better picture. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I could see it. I could see her being Princess Leia. Matter of fact, yeah, this this the the better side by side. Yeah. Darken up her hair, give her the red lips, boom, almost a match. But listen, there's no way you can't recast some of these characters if you want to keep this shit going for the next twenty years. Yeah, if you want to keep these same characters for the next fucking... Fucking Mark Hamill's not going to be able to fucking walk in the next 20 years. You know, you know, like... <laughs> like, that's like Harrison Ford is Luke Skywalker. No. Yeah. <laughs> Harrison Ford is too old to play Luke Skywalker. Yo, you know? that's, what, that's what gets me when... I mean... I'm sorry, I not hope... Harrison. What's his name? Um, Get off my lawn, you son of a bitch. Uh... uh Grant Torino, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood yeah. is fucking Luke Skywalker. Yeah. But to get the hair support, he's a good actor. I hope Cap 4 is a return to form for Marvel. I hope it's a really good movie. But you picked an 81-year-old man to be fucking Thunderbolt Ross and to potentially do what if Thunderbolt becomes the Red Hulk? He ain't mo-capping shit. 
tonight. Yeah. It's going to be him just sitting in a suit and then other people doing other shit. They're going to have to mando it. Like, just use his voice and 15 other guys to play the part. <laughs> but, so this last episode that's, that has aired already, we didn't get to see it. We'll, we'll, we'll recap it plus Loki next week. Are we thinking this is going to end open to be in the movie? Or is this going to introduce a new character or going to go into another season? So, there's speculation about another season happening. Now, it, see, this is all too fluctuated because I don't know what their plan was originally before the writer strike. I don't know what their plan was because they announced the movie. And I don't know what their plans are going to be because viewership has been fucking tanked on this show. Like, from a from a money-making standpoint, why would you do another season? They why wouldn't not- you just leave it with... Why wouldn't you do the movie? And if the movie's good, then do a second season. They haven't been able to promote it. They promoted the shit out of the Mandalorian. Yeah, but so, well, it started with Boba. Boba Fett. People started dropping off. Obi Wan. It continued. Uh, Mando season three was the worst viewed of all the seasons. And now Ahsoka. These people are not. You burnt too many bridges with the fandom. Well, you know why? This I'm gonna tell you straight out. The reason why Boba Fett. Um, Mando season three. What was the other one you mentioned? Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Um, Secret Secret Invasion. And all these other shows, people are falling off. <coughs> one reason. And one reason only. Run length. You're not giving us enough. I don't want a 30-minute episode on a fucking show that requires 16 episodes for you to tell me the story. If you're going to give us eight episodes, give us eight hours worth of footage. There is no fucking... This is like the teacher telling you to write an essay. You write an essay in 15 minutes and the teacher says, no, no, no. You have three hours. Put more in this. No, I'm done. No, 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 no. Use your time. You're giving us a 30-minute episode where you legitimately could have fit an hour's worth of shit in that episode. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. could have legitimately had more shit in this episode in the past three, four episodes of every series. But you give us a half hour. That whole, we're only going to give you what we need to tell the story. We need a lot for this story. Because I started this whole thing up with a presumption of how I felt. Ezra was fucking treating Sabine. You didn't see it. I'm the only one that saw it. No one in the fucking Easter egg saw it. And the only reason why I saw it is because the look that that Ezra was giving her. I was like, he's treating her like a child. And that's only because I saw it multiple times. You can take the time to give us what you think is happening. I, I did hot yoga to pull out the first two episodes that just 
fucking around and then they're going to give us the real shit because they had to introduce and then they did that but now I can't I can't hot yoga this shit no more I'm just showing you what I see and I'm hoping that's what the story they're telling you people are so invested in novellas and the fucking soap operas because they're on every day 4,000 episodes a season for an hour you're telling me people can't invest a fucking hour of the week for a TV show that's supposed to tell us a story for something that happens over centuries? Yeah, but one, two things I'll say. One, the reason that Star Wars was big the first time was because it wasn't out all the time. They did three movies, it went away, it came back with three movies, it went away, it came back with the Clone Wars. Like that was the, it was the event. We had to wait and then Star Wars comes out, bam, we got Star Wars, we know we got it for the next few years. Then we wait again. If my second point was not true, then we would be more inclined with your shit. Because my second point is, where you say we didn't have enough runtime, I say the problem with is, Boba Fett, baddest motherfucker alive, until you get his own show and he has to pick up a bunch of teens on fucking mopeds because he's a fucking bitch. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi, this is the rematch. He's protecting Luke. Nah, he's really protecting Leia. He's lost. The rematch is cool, but not, that's not really what we were supposed to get. Mando season three, Grogu's back. He's got the dark saber. What the fuck are we gonna do? Oh, this is Bo-Katan's show. Okay. Oh. And to a certain extent, Ahsoka. Oh, we got Ahsoka. Cool. But this is actually Rebels season five. Yeah. Not really Ahsoka. So now, but, Secret Wars. We got Secret Wars. Or Secret Invasion. Except it's not really Secret Invasion. Yeah, we, we got that guy's at like, Nobody noticed Invasion. Yeah. Like, everything we've been promised, the last couple of fucking things, has been, and we keep, we keep bringing it up. I know it's your favorite show to bring up. And I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but She-Hulk, a fucking sitcom, situational comedy lawyer show. That is not what the fuck we got. You keep telling, you keep lying to people, they're going to stop believing you. Yeah. And no matter what, when we turn around and go, no, this show's good, this show's good, people going to be like, like perfect yeah. example. I watch YouTube with Dan Merle. He watched the first two episodes because they gave it to him early so he can review them. He turned around and was like, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. He literally said in his last in his last video he did on the weekend when he was uh, previewing what's coming up for the week. He literally said he watched the first two episodes of Ahsoka and he hasn't gone back because he's going to go watch Clone Wars and Rebels so that when he finally gets to this show... He'll know what the fuck's going on. So he's not even going to watch this shit until he's caught up. 
people like Cho who don't know what's going on, I could see why you would check out. Well, Cho actually likes the show. No, yeah, but I'm just using well, that, it because he's I, Yeah, but I, I'm I'm explaining to him what's happening. That's probably yeah. why he likes it. But see, you need you need an explanation. This is why I say, this is why I say that for me, Endgame is one of my favorite Marvel movies. But in the grand scheme of things, things Endgame is not Marvel's best. And I say that because if you take somebody off the street who doesn't know Marvel and sit them in front of Endgame, none of that shit makes any sense. None of that means anything to them. But you sit there and you're like, oh, this is for the people who watched all 26 fucking movies. Yes. Ahsoka's for the people who watched Clone Wars and Rebels and grew up with Ahsoka and know who Sabine is and know who Ezra is. But when everybody who watched the show is here and you're trying to market it to this, guess what happens when only this people show up? It looks like nobody's watching. But you know what the thing is? Now, here's this is why I say we only need one thing. We need longer episodes. Why? Because if we were to get more in-depth with Sabine to get her actual feel. Because I feel like we don't know Sabine at all in this season. That's the one character yeah. in this show that is written piss poorly, in my yeah. opinion. And we should have been able to get her remembering the shit that Ezra did, like her fucking having nightmares of Ezra fucking leaving with the shit and him being dead and her stuck in some shit. Like, like she needs to find Ezra to 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 prove that he's still alive because everybody thinks he's dead type shit. Like, she's having her own inner battle. The same way we had that with Ahsoka. The reason why Mando was so good is because we had Mando, we had Grogu, we had Gina Carino. We had the guy from Outlaw. From um, is it Outlaw? Justified. Uh, huh? Justified. Justified. Like we had all these characters that had their own. Even Apollo <laughs> Creed. We had all these characters with their own little story arcs and oh, their own backstory. Their own backstory. And we could connect to every single one of them. Every single one of them. It gave enough time for them to 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 be like, okay, Gina Carino's a badass. We know why she's here. We know she's helping him do this, but she's leaving. Outlaw, we know he got Boba Fett's suit because he needed to protect him from whatever the fuck. We know that, that Apollo Creed is the guy that gets Mando his jobs and their friends. Grogu's the baby. This is interesting. Was he in Order 66? He was. Was he one of the wild? He was. He doesn't remember nothing. Blah, 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 blah. This had a third. Then it got to, well, you niggas know. So love, we're going to throw in uh, Ahsoka, not, yeah, Ahsoka Tan. And it's gonna be her story, and it's like, yeah, we know it from 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 uh, from uh, the Clone Wars and all that shit. But it's like it still would have been good to see some of that, see but, some of it, to get invested in it, and be like, oh shit, maybe this is something we didn't see from Clone Wars that they're they're solidifying here, or we get to see the lore because we all know about the dark saber, but until this motherfucker Mos Gideon pulled it out and lit that shit up. We were like, oh, shit, the dark saber's real. <laughs> the, the, the fucking saber's real. Ah, ah, ah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but shit now- like that that gets people excited because if we would have been able to feel Sabine and talk to Ezra and not had that two-second thing of who the fuck Ezra is, where it's like, okay, they got that little shit going 
I want to see what's more with that. So when they do come together in episode five, it's a little bit more impactful. Thrawn, through us knowing about him, when he showed up, it was crazy because they made a big thing about it. When Ezra showed up, why are you so sad? Give us more time. More time. But now, more time won't... But more time could have made us... Like, we love Balin because of how stoic he is and all that. But imagine more time with him and, and fucking Shin. Yeah, more time would work, I guess, for us. But more time is still not going to endear you to the characters that we spent years with. But, no. Unless... No, because... Fucking um, Moon Knight. When we got the episode with him in the two um, personalities, we got so connected with them that when one got thrown off of the fucking boat, Steve it was like, how's he going to go save him? You know what I'm saying? Like, our, it wasn't about saving the planet, saving the world. How was Steve going to go save that one? Yeah, but, it, but now here's the thing. I'm willing to bet that if you look at the run times, the run times are the same. They just you you kind of can't compare them because this is a character we all were learning about for the first time, versus a character in Sabine, which I know for the last ten years. Yeah, but think like Chopper, right? Chopper's we know Chopper. Perfect, yeah, we know Chopper. But imagine a little bit more time with Chopper. You would have been able to. I know it's not his show, but that whole would have been a little bit more. So see, it's just it's just like we spent so much time with C3PO and, and R2D2. No, I know, but I'm saying we spent so much time with R2D2 and C3PO that we know them. BB8, we know them. We don't know Sabine. She's been in almost every episode. But now we know we know um Han Shansu, the 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 the, 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 the Hu Yang. I said the Japanese version. I know, we we know who who he ain't. He's ain't already personality. Enough, but no, right. but you know we 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 saw his personality. That that boils down that boils down to writing. The other characters, for some reason, are just seemingly written better. Like I don't know what it is about Sabine. She doesn't seem to be written that well. Is it the writing or is it the actress? It's not the acting. Because never once, never once did I turn around and go, yo, this girl, this girl fucking sucks. <laughs> I've never said that about the actor. Yeah. I'm always just like, yo, what the fuck is the character doing? Why is the character not set? I know it's not the actress. Yeah. It's not. In no world am I like, yo, they gave the actress 15 pages of dialogue. And she said, nah, dog, I'm just, don't worry about it. Cut. Print that's a wrap, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out this bitch. <laughs> yeah. But like if you look at the I don't know that's here's the thing. I don't know what they're going for with her as a character. Because Shin says nothing. And we got everything we need to know about her. Balin says very few words. We got everything we need to know about him. Thrawn. Feels exactly like Thrawn. Ezra feels exactly like Ezra. Ahsoka, we went on the journey. We were like, something's off. We got to the journey. Boom. Now we know why Ahsoka, 
we haven't gotten there with Sabine. We don't know why it feels off. And for some reason, it for some reason, it seems like whoever, whoever, if it was Dave Filoni or whoever wrote it, was like, yo, we're gonna do this with Ezra, this with Ahsoka, this with shit with uh Ben, um Balin, this with Shin, this with Thrawn, this with Morgan, and they were like, What about Sabine? And he's like, yeah, Sabine, uh, yeah, Sabine's in there too. But we're gonna do this with Hera. We're gonna do this with C-3PO. We're gonna have Chopper's moment. And they're like, but you know, Sabine's in this too. He's like, fuck, yes, yes, she's in here. Yes, trust me, she's in here. But we're gonna do this with this one. Enoch's gonna <laughs> fucking look cool. Like, <laughs> you, you know, you know what I think they missed. They introduced Sabine as this wild character, this wild card that just does Fast and Furious shit. And then instantly tamed her, and now she seems so insecure about herself. She can't even shoot. Because it's she did so what you said about the stormtrooper. She literally shot someone three feet away from her and totally missed. Yeah. There should be no guns in the galaxy. It's that whole thing where, for some fucking reason, it is against movie and TV law. To have a character get over fucking trauma. Ten years later. Like. We're not picking up. 30 seconds after fucking Ezra left. It's been years. What the fuck are we. Like. Again. Yeah. Everybody deals with trauma differently. You know. I get it. I get it. I had a whole episode. I had a whole episode at work yesterday. Where I literally, on my break, was watching soldiers come home to surprise their mom because I was missing my mom. But you gotta, you gotta, at least grow as a person. You know, growing and moving forward does not negate the feeling. Does not negate your wanting yeah. to find him. Like, here's my question. Or, or if you evolve or, into someone that can't let go. Yeah, here's my question. If you don't think anybody, or if you're mad that Ahsoka left and you're not trying to find Ezra and all that other shit, what the fuck did you do then? That's what I was gonna say because what the I fuck think what were you doing? You know, <laughs> to be honest with you, I think this episode should have been Ahsoka and and Sabine doing the same shit from opposite ends. Think about this: Ahsoka's looking for Thrawn because she believes he's still around and she wants to end him. Sabine should be looking for Ezra, but Ahsoka's literally looking for a map to find Thrawn, where Sabine should have been looking for theoretical ways to find Ezra. Like, she should have been the one that knew about the whale mapping. Like, if she would have been like, um, I found a map to Thrawn. I found a way to get to him. I found a way to get to Ezra. The whale maps. The whales took them this, and this is what they do. There's ancient books about the whales, the same way that Hussein said it. I don't give a shit his name at this point. Fucking, I don't care. Hussein fucking told, like, the stories about the whales. I mapped their whole shit out. This is what we need. And they were like, wait, we would need, you would need hyper engines to this. And then, like, well, doesn't the junkyard have that? Like, if all three of them would have came together in that moment, where Sabine would have figured out a theoretical way to get to another galaxy using the whales, or if we, we wanted to generate our own shit, then the, the, the general would have been like, we have those. 
Let's go get him. Wait, we don't have him. The enemy is building it to get Thrawn. Yeah, because now I was gonna. I'm gonna suggest a different take on that. But where for anybody who doesn't know, where Toe is, what do you call it? Correct in all this. Sabine is a fucking weapons engineering genius, and she designed a fucking weapon that can negate all the aspects of fucking Beskar. That was the whole big arc that she had in Rebels. And why she she's essentially like Tony Stark. She built a weapon that she thought was going to help. They turned it against her, and then she was like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm out. I'm joining the good guys now. She's a little bit like Tony Stark in that regard. But my suggestion would have been they're, they're looking for Thrawn and Ezra respectfully in different places. And instead of the line of, well, you know who you're going to have to go to to get help. They run into each other. It's like, what are you doing here? Like, well, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm looking for Thrawn. I'm looking for Ezra. Well, our power, our paths converge. And then Hera's like, you know, you found, you know, you really need each other, right? Yeah. Or who's saying? Yeah. The force that brought you together again. Well, I mean, he could have added that on. I think Hera had to be the one to. to Yo, listen. Say, but I'm, I'm at. I'm also at the point. Stop teasing me. This bitch has it or she doesn't now. Stop Yo. teasing me with 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 Sabine. Does she have the fucking force or not? <laughs> or no? Or no? <laughs> I was gonna say nah, but then I was saying nah and no at the same time. <laughs> so does she have the fucking force or no? Yes or nah? Yo, you over here just does she have the the force of genocide? Like, wow, like just fucking different languages are coming out now. Serious shits happening over here. Yo, you know what? At this point, fuck it. She doesn't have the force, or she's so weak in it that it, she basically all she could do is hear shit messages from the fucking from people talking to her. Move the fuck on. Because it, 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 they kind of said, oh, these last two episodes, we're not going to give a shit about her being a Jedi or a Force or anything. We're going to mention it. Yo, because here's the thing. Here's this would have been lovely to see. Wants that. This would have been lovely to see. As they're going, Ahsoka's training you? Oh, no, yeah, you train a little bit. You learn anything new? Dude, yeah. Talking would have been helpful instead of who's she? She's you, but she's not as funny. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, I get that's a cute way of being like, she's trained in the Jedi forces. But there's a vast difference between a Sith and a fucking Jedi. Yeah. And saying... Saying to Ezra, she's you, just less funny, doesn't give him anything to go off of because, oh, okay, so my assumption is she's probably as strong as I am. She may or may not be. You don't fucking know. Oh, it would have been beautiful. She's you, just not as funny. Really? Oh, you was trained by Kanan? Yeah. <laughs> You're a man? Like, I don't... Who is this? A bad bitch. Who who is this? 
trained by some Jedi who killed Ahsoka. Oh, another Force user. But how about throw out there, trained by a motherfucker who killed Ahsoka. Um, her master so Ezra, killed Ahsoka. So that when Ezra, <laughs> when you hand Ezra the lightsaber, and he goes, nah, I got it, it's the Force, he might actually think for a second, like, well, you if know, she shows up, I might need that. <laughs> yeah. Also. Because, you know, think about it. Think about it. He had no fear whatsoever when Shin faced off against him, right? Yeah. Not one lick of fear, which is good. Like, all right, he doesn't fear him. No problem. I'm not worried about that part. But she immediately said, fuck out of here, bitch, and slammed his ass unconscious. Yeah. It would have been nice to give a heads up to the motherfucker because if if me and you went to a basketball court and some random dude showed up, I was like, who the fuck's he? And you looked at me and said, Wait, he's you, just not as funny. I'm playing him like he's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, so this motherfucker can't dribble, he can't shoot. He can't and dunk. he's not funny? Okay. Yeah, he ain't got shit. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. And you would have thought... All I need is the force. This is where some badass shit needs to no, happen. This is this is what I'm talking about, right? When I say it's like Godzilla, like you teased us. All right, so he force pushes one guy two feet. He force throws another guy five feet. Cool. But what else did the force do? He never stopped any fucking projectiles. He never pulled, like he pulled Sabine once, but he never pulled anybody else out. He never used it to to aid him in any other thing. Like he just punch, 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 push, punch, 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 kick, push, punch, 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 pull, dodge, stop. He only did it to one person too. In the game, you could push three or four people. Now imagine yeah. he'd have been like, "All I need is the force," and he'd have pushed some of these stormtroopers back in the plane and closed the fucking plane up. Well, I mean that's probably a little too strong for him. But what if he what if he would have turned around, fight, 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 throw one dude, stop a projectile, throw it back. The Marauder's about to attack one of the turtle people in the hut, move the fucking hut. Yeah. Now we see, oh, he's using it in different ways. He's he's got some sort of strength with it. Expand upon it. That's all I'm saying. Kung Fu. Yeah. I mean, does he have to be Vader kicking the shit out of Reva? No. But something. Something other. Yo, um, go back and watch. The first dude, he literally pushed two feet at most. He he pushed him like if he was a regular person. Just, huh. Yo, if anybody, if anybody playing this home game, no Street (laughs) Fighter, he went to pick Ryu, and accidentally picked Dan. <laughs> and if, if you know, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's... And... We left that episode going, oh, yo, this is dope. But it it, I, it doesn't hold... I told you how I left that episode. Yeah. <laughs> I watched... Yeah, I watched it again this morning. And I, I picked up that, that stuff. And I picked up her cutting his hair. Even though that I saw that the first time. The second time, it was close. And my man did the... 
oh shit. At that point, when I was when I thought about that, I was like, this is where you need to turn into Danny Yan or, or Steven Seagal or Van Damme and start doing some shit. Cause they also cut away when that fight happened, and I don't know if you saw it, the first time she swung the lightsaber, he went like this and blocked her hands. And I'm like, Shing! you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much. I've seen someone do some crazy shit with with the 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 the, the four the saber lights that we bought, right? And he's doing some twirly shit, and I'm like, no one ever uses the fucking lightsaber with the force. Like, you blocked it, let go of the shit, and let that shit go fucking shing, 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 and you use the force to fucking use the saber without you even touching it. There's been one person. Who has in all of Star Wars done something different with a lightsaber other than just fucking flip it and spin it like a fucking lights like a disco rave stick? Can you take a guess? Why gun? No. Yoda. I give you one more guess. Yoda. No. Vader. In episode three. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Luke jumped up to a fucking balcony, and Vader threw his motherfucking lightsaber at it, cut the fucking balcony down. Oh shit! Nobody's ever done that since or before. And then against Reva, he threw the he did all that shit, pulled the lightsaber back, threw it one way, pulled the like he was doing shit. Shit we ain't never seen before. Yeah. Maybe the only one. <laughs> I mean, see, this is this is now where like so there's been a call for a certain from one or two people that I've seen to get the original guy who did the sequel trilogy, the prequel trilogy choreograph fight scenes to come back. Because he thinks the fight scenes now are stupid. But this is where I'm like, yo, get somebody get somebody different. I don't give a shit how good you could spin a fucking blade. Because, you know, you spin a blade, you spin a... Like, they have the move. It's called the Obi-Ani. Where it's a mixture of Anakin's move behind the back shit and the Obi-Wan's flip. And yeah, you do it. But that's the only thing they do for like a minute and a half. It's the same fucking flip. Yeah. Like, okay. Get somebody in here who's like, hey, this motherfucker can manipulate this object in space. Let's start manipulating. Let's start using the force. Because this is what I never understood. If you're blue, you're more with the lightsaber. And you're more a fencer or a sword fighter than you are with the force. If you're green, you're more with the force than you are with the lightsaber. How come people with green sabers never actually fucking fight with the goddamn force? You get that one yeah. line where where um uh Count Dooku tells Yoda we're too we're too smart and savvy and strong with the force that we're gonna basically cancel each other out, so we gotta do it with swords. Okay. That's force on force. Use a force with the sword. Because what's what's the force if you're strong enough? Which we've seen Kylo Ren, Rey, now Ezra, Vader do. 
This is the fucking shield. Sword and shield. Yeah. Block. Boom. Move out the way. Boom. Just you know what I would... Catch. You, back, like, you know what I would love to see? When they're saber on saber. And you see that there's one force user that's showing the other. He fucking pulls his hand and starts bending his lightsaber to fucking go to him. It's almost like he's manipulating the blade, the blade and the saber to fucking bend. It's like, I might not be able to push this shit to you, but I I can bend it now to fucking go into your face. Do you know this? I forget the name of it. I think it's form seven, which is kind of like a forbidden form because Jedi's won't use it because it's not honorable and sis won't use it because it makes it makes him look weak. But it's a literal form where you're fighting, boom, you ignite the blade. When you go to swing, you turn it off. So he goes to block, it's not there. On the other side, you turn it back on. We ain't never seen nobody do that shit. Yeah, that would be dope. If you're fighting multiple people with those sticks, and it's a group of people that you can cut down, let's have a fucking dark side user off. On with a cut, off, on with a stab, off, like. I mean, you you have that ability. You have to, this is the thing, you have to use all the weapons that you have. On and off is a fucking, is a weapon, it's a technique, it's a. And if, and if anybody's ever paid attention, especially, you see it, especially in episode one, they make a very conscious decision because it is a fucking laser sword. They show you that if they're rolling. Or if they're doing some sort of acrobat, they turn their saber off so they don't accidentally cut themselves. Yeah. So it's not like it's never been done ever anywhere. Now, I want to bring this up before we get too far in the weeds. Balin, what the fuck is he looking for? What's calling to him? Why did he leave Shin? I think... Occam's razor here, right? You know what Occam's razor is? Yes, but I can't explain it to you. <laughs> Occam's razor is a shorthand phrase for the simplest. Uh, the simplest thing is the answer. Okay. So if you're trying to describe what a bottle is, instead of trying to break it down, it's a plastic tube that contains a, a liquid. Yeah. Right, the simplest solution is the answer, Occam's razor. And I think in this case, Occam's razor is we had it in the in the chat somewhere. Somehow Palpatine returned. Maybe that's maybe it's Palpatine. I for one don't want that to happen because I know we gotta tr- maybe get to the sequels at some point, but for right now, fuck that. There's a million fucking things that could have happened before we got to the sequel. We don't need to get to the sequel today. What about? What about if it's Starbreaker? Who? Starbreaker? Starkiller? Yeah. What if that's how you introduce him without him being Vader's apprentice? I th- I don't think that'll work. Because Dave Filoni has already said that if he can't... That if he has to bring in somebody and... And change and really change him to fit him in. He said, "There's no point to bring him in, so he's not going to do it." And okay. that'd be a massive change. He goes. He goes. A question here now. There is a, a Jedi 
that took on the witch's form. Remember, we had to fight him in the game. He had the witch's power, and he was a Jedi. No, he was oh, a yeah, Sith yeah, Lord. And yeah. in, in the first game, <clears throat> it could be him. But I, I think since the game's canon, I think he's dead by this time. His spirit. Everybody is somebody. Yeah, but I mean, his, I I want to I want to see that big ass animal that Kanan fucking learn how to see with the force. Now, I want to see that shit. Okay. That'd be cool, but why would he be in this galaxy? Like, how would he have gotten from our galaxy to this one? Like, why would he have gotten there? Wouldn't make sense. The world between worlds. Which only... That's not supposed to be a fucking gateway access. Like, everybody knows about it. One to two people can, can manipulate that shit and get in and out. Not everybody. And those two people... Uh, Ezra and, and Ahsoka. Yeah, and it's not with the big fucking <laughs> massive dude. Now, there's one theory that's floating around that when I read or when I heard about it, I was like, let me read up on this. And I, if anything, I hope it's this one. And Please. this is why I say Occam's Razor is it's just fucking Siv. Siv Palpatine or whatever the fuck his name is. Because this seems too good. To be true. And every time so far, there was a theory that was too good. It has been way the fuck off what actually happens. But Abeloth. So Abeloth is the embodiment of chaos. You know how we have the son, the son, the daughter, and the father. Yeah. Well, Abeloth is the mother. Mm. She started out as a mortal, as a mortal, then found the father, the son, and the daughter, and they ingratiated her into their family. And she was the one who, so where the father kept the daughter and the son at peace, she kept the father at peace. And she became the mother. And then she, and I got to look this up so I make sure I got this right. Because I I have it written down. Oh, that's the wrong thing. Where is it? I have it written down in my notes here. So she drank from the fount of power and bathed in the pool of knowledge. And it corrupted her. And she went from being the mother to Aberoth. The fucking embodiment of chaos. What if for this place he's getting called by the font of knowledge and the pool no the pool of knowledge and the font of power? And he's the big he's man. looking he's looking for a way to stop the fucking cycle. Yeah. What would you need? You would need knowledge, you would need power. What did he tell? Uh, what do you call it? Shin. He's looking for more. He's looking for a different kind of power than what Thrawn yeah. had. What would you be afraid of? Chaos. Thrawn would be desperately afraid of chaos because it's unpredictable and you can't you yeah. can't do nothing with it. I mean, it's like that's, carnage. Yeah, that's the psychopath coming at you. Yeah, that would make and. It also would make sense, and according this is according to the theory that I heard. 
This is this like like I said, this was the thing at the beginning where I was like, I ha I heard a theory and I just found something to explain because I I had no no clue yeah. about any of this. But the theory goes, maybe this is why he sent her away. Because he knows only one of them is going to be able to go in there and accept either be possessed or be granted ability or do something with this fount and this pool. And he has been on this journey for, like, this is his fucking path. This is not Shin's path. So you go handle what you're supposed to handle, and I got to do this on my own. That's that's the best theory I've heard. And the only thing that I would that to me makes sense as to why you spent all this time with her and then threw her to the wolves. <clears throat> Cause I'm sorry. She like I said, she should have been able to mow down. Yeah, she wasn't ready. Uh, yeah. And she should have been. It would have been. It should have been one of those. Ahsoka needed to stop her. Yeah. <clears throat> and there was a great moment where she she pushes Ezra and knocks him out. Well, now it's time to finish the job on Sabine, and she goes to swing the lightsaber, and it it stops. And she's like, "What the fuck?" And everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Ezra woke up. Ezra stopped it. Nope. It was Ahsoka who stopped it. Yeah. And then we get the fucking call. All the stormtroopers come back. And then she has to make a, a decision. Because if we look at it, if we look at it and call it for what it is, she said, fire on these people. And they never pulled the trigger. And then Ezra went, wait, 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 wait. You could take us as prisoners or whatever. And she said, fire again. And they hesitated. Now, that might just have been a thing of how you had to shoot it and how you had to, and what do you call it? How you had to write it to get all the heroes out of life. But then yeah. that's the failure of your writing. You wrote yourself into a corner where the, they're all surrounded. And you mean to tell me you couldn't have fucking fire and Ezra stops some of the bullets or the blast bolts yeah. and Ahsoka stops some of the other ones? Yeah. That that would have been something. Fire. Like he's trying his hardest to, to stop him and shit. Yeah. And then maybe instead of teasing some shit, you turn around and Sabine does this out of reaction and doesn't push it out of the way completely but pushes it from hitting her here to hitting her in the arm and the other part of a best guard so we're like oh there's there's the little bit so uh, maybe now when she goes back to the cup whenever that comes out now we've seen it we foreshadowed yo, she moved the cup a little now yo to go to your theory imagine if Ezra was knocked out and she went to do it and or Ezra wakes up and he's like Sabine and some shit happens to Sabine and she fucking gets awakened by the force like 
it it awakens. It's a fucking mutant gene that high stress level. She and then she stops. You know what I'm so, saying? Like, like so I'm at the point. Is, she does it or she don't. Yeah. So what you're saying is you wanted the scene to do this. Ezra gets knocked out, gets up, goes Sabine, and then we hear, and then so all of a sudden, she just yeah. pull on Phoenix. <laughs> like, either she got it or she don't. I yo, I, I don't see why you can't have a character who's just the Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, you already have the Mandalorians wielding the dark saber who are not yeah. force trained. Yeah, they just hold the fucking saber. Let her hold the goddamn lightsaber. It's just a fucking weapon. And there's some people yeah, who were like, I why? There were some people who were like, how come Ezra didn't take his lightsaber? It doesn't make sense. The lightsaber is the weapon of the Jedi. It's his life, which Obi-Wan told uh, Anakin in episode two when he lost it. He's like, here, here's your lightsaber. Don't lose it. This is your life. So on a certain thing, I understand. I understand why you would say that. But again, and because the, the, the lightsaber is like your M16, right? Two in in military. The lightsaber, well, to the Marines, the M, yeah. the lightsaber is your M16. This is my rifle. This is my gun. All that shit, right? Yeah. But guess what? It's not. The M16 is not my fucking shit. I'm in the motherfucking Navy. Yeah. I could shoot it. I've carried it. I know how to handle it. I know about it. But that's not my best. We're on a boat. That's not my primary. I'm not walking around 24 7 with it. Yeah. And if you look, Ezra, again, not fully, not fully Jedi trained. And the first opportunity he got to build his own lightsaber, it was also a gun. Remember that? Yeah. I was going to say, why didn't she keep it as a gun? Because I think he lost that one. And this is his second version. Oh, okay. I believe so. I'm I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think he had that. I think at some point he did get rid of that gun version. But the point being, like, this isn't his, what do you call it? Like, this isn't the the same rules for the Jedi who were 100% fucking trained since birth don't apply when the descendants are not fucking trained that way. Like, do you think Kanan told uh, Ezra, this is your fucking, this is your life? Kanan didn't even want to be a fucking Jedi. I think Kanan was just teaching him how to survive. Yeah, he didn't want to do what you need to do. He didn't want to do that. He had to go to Yoda and in the the fucking temple on the Thaw to figure out what the fuck to do to, to reconnect to a shit. So, I'm looking I mean, up right now how many lightsabers he had. Everybody, talk amongst yourself. We're, we're, we're clumped. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. So Ezra, Ezra had two lightsabers.
Yeah, so his second one was was just a, a more regular style lightsaber. This, as you see right here. Yeah, this episode, <clears throat> this show is good. The the last episode we had beef with with some semantics and all that shit. It was still a good episode. It's leading to the last episode. I want it to be longer than it is, but apparently it's fucking twenty minutes. I know it's not twenty minutes, but it, <laughs> but I'm waiting for it to come out. Loki season two comes out Thursday. Thursday comes out Thursday. We're gonna talk about that next week, along with the season finale of uh, Soka. What are we seeing happening on the finale of Ahsoka? For the first time, because of the way Episode Seven happened, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. The only thing I could say for certain is I think Thrawn, Thrawn escapes and comes back to our main galaxy. It's the only thing I can say that I think happens. So now, in fact, here's my thing. Ask me again that question. I got my answer. What do you, what do you think happens at the end of the, the, the episode? What do you think happens next episode? Nothing we originally thought. <laughs> so, pie in the sky theory. Ahsoka. Jedi fucking talks to Luke. Luke says, I'm busy sweeping the, t the, the temple because we need to raise the Jedi. Luke sends a message to Grogu. Grogu writes a letter to, to Mando. Mando takes his ship, stands in the right geographical spot. Thrawn comes out of hyperspace. Ping. Mando goes, been waiting for you. You be Kaye, motherfucker, and shoots the fucking the the ex-wife that, that Hammer made from uh episode three, uh, from Iron Man 3, 2? Remember the oh, bunker yeah, destroyer? Yeah. He calls it the ex-wife, right? All right? Yeah. He shoots the ex-wife at Thrawn, blows everything up, and kills Thrawn. And Mando just sits there and goes, that's how we do it on this side of the galaxy, motherfucker. And, and the episode ends like that. And we just get a recap of Rebels. <laughs> it's, the it's a we don't need, the, God, yeah, we don't need the, the goddamn movie. There's too much Star Wars. Yeah, it's a five-minute fucking episode in Mos Gideon at the end. The last... You know, the extra credit scene, he's just laughing like, ha, 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 Got him right where I want him. Yeah. Yeah. We got a little bit of extra time here, apparently, it seems like. We didn't get to Thrawn too much. Talk about Thrawn a little bit. But after seeing Thrawn, how cool, how calculated, and exactly what his plan was. Let the motherfuckers waste time. Well, I get my shit ready, and then I can bounce. I don't give a fuck. So somebody had asked, like, oh, how could Thrawn couldn't find Ezra? But Sabine found him in the day? Thrawn doesn't give a fuck. care. He doesn't give a fuck about as long as Ezra is not uh, attacking his ship or attacking his people, he doesn't care. Because what does he, what does he not have to worry about? If Ezra's out there... He doesn't have to worry about him coming back or trying to get back when Thrawn leaves. Thrawn's going to be in a different fucking place. And after watching that, Moth Gideon went from a cool bad guy to that fucking Detroit 
urban survival dude. <laughs> Moff Gideon is now. I can see right now. Moff Gideon is. If a Mandalorian has a dark saber to your neck, what are you gonna do? Boom! Right here. First, you're gonna move the saber away with your armor. <laughs> Second, ha! You're gonna go for the throat. Third, knee him in the nuts. Run away like a fucking girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, think about it this way: Would you would you be concerned with an ant when you're trying to take over the galaxy? No. Well, if Hank Pym's bringing them from the quantum realm, maybe. Ezra <laughs> <laughs> don't have his lightsaber. He don't have no friends. This nigga's like. This world will consume him. We don't need to. We don't need to worry about him. Let's do what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, can can we also get this? Can we just get some sort of? Not. I don't want like an actual warning. Like I don't want a warning sign and a big flashy thing. But just put up like a little symbol on the screen somewhere. For grown-ups, anytime you're like, you know, put up a symbol that signifies, ah, they're going to introduce something for kids. All right, let me not take this one seriously. And then we get the little rock people or whatever the fuck. Like, I understand at some point, I understand at some point, Star Wars is, is a kid thing. But I would argue, Night Mother's bringing motherfucking zombies back from the dead. Thrawn's devising plans to kill people. They're fighting with lasers. Like, what part of this is kid shit? Just because you put one little stupid-ass rock fucking thing in there? <laughs> and you know, not for nothing, I think it would have been awesome if Ezra was with those people and those people were um, techn technologically advanced. Where it's like, I got this guy, don't worry about it. And Ezra's doing all this shit, and he's he doesn't have it, there's too much, and they just turn around and say, Blah! We Yo. got this. <laughs> you might think that. I'm actually glad <laughs> that they turned around and retconned the whole Battle of Endor. I was like, oh yeah, small ass insignificant creatures with no real weapons actually don't beat motherfuckers with armor just because you throw a rock at them. That was the best part of it. Those were heavy rocks. Seeing that motherfucker throw a frying pan to no effect. <laughs> Greatest part of that episode. Yeah, I have armor. That's like you throw a frying pan at a football player wearing his helmet. He shouldn't get knocked out for that. But yeah. Oh, I don't know if you you heard this. I don't know if it means anything, but I heard it and it, it kind of made uh, some kind of significance to me. When the Night Sister gave the information to Thrawn about Ahsoka, she said this was the Inquisitor Files. That's all the the information that the Inquisitors made in their database. Yeah. 
she had an inquisitor with her that she dusted. Well, I mean, did she have the inquisitor with her or did she just go into Thrawn's ship? No, no, no. I mean, the beginning of the episode, everybody thought that was Starbreaker. Oh, yeah, yeah. True. I think that I think that's just one that was just ah they said the name of a thing we know, and then we move on. Like I don't really think that has. What if Thrawn this whole time had all the bodies of the Inquisitors, and he just went to that galaxy on purpose, so that way she can bring back the lives of all the Inquisitors, and he can he can uh, control okay. them. The only way that makes sense. Is if he had the bodies of the Inquisitors, and which we know he didn't go on purpose because we saw the ending of Rebels. But let's go with your theory here. He had all the bodies of the Inquisitors. He went to go get the Night Mothers because the Night Mothers are the only ones who could fully bring him back to life. And on the way there, because the ship was in disrepair, they dropped all the fucking bodies and caskets. And now they gotta pick them back up and put them back on the ship. It's like, all right, we got the mothers. We now got all the. We found all the caskets. Let's put them in and let's fucking go home. That's the only yep. way that makes sense. What if he was shipping the bodies to the other galaxy while he was collecting them, so no one can tell that he was doing this? Well, I mean, we one whale at a time. We all know that DHL is not that reliable. One whale at a time. What was, what was he using? Uh, see, this is why we need show on here. I mean, he knows how he knows everything about shipping and rerouting and packaging and delivering. Well, PS. <laughs> yeah. Well, postal service. That would have been well BS. <laughs> Maybe he got the the incinerated body of Vader and he's recomposing them piece by piece. And now he has clones of Vader. Millions of clones of Vaders that all follow him. And Luke, the only way he could defeat him is if he wipes them all out at once. One shot. Just force bombs them, bloom, and just throws them up. Because there's a secret hole in Vader that if you shoot them, <laughs> the, the, the mother Vader. <laughs> I think that would make every single person turn on and go, Star Wars died <laughs> after Clone Wars anime cartoon and Rebels. After, after Rebels, did Star Wars doesn't exist anymore. Speaking of which, since we got a little bit of time here, I, w- I was looking up the whole deal with because they're George Lucas purists, and then there are people who are cool with what happened and liking what's going on with the sequels and all the shows and all that shit. I was looking up the deal that was made, and apparently there was no like concrete deal. He just sold. He just sold it to Disney. He just sold Lucasfilms to Disney mm. because he, and initially, he didn't want to do the sequel trilogy. Then he wrote the sequel trilogy. 
Then he was like, this is going to take me 10 years to do, and I just want to go home and and be around my daughter and my family. Be a badass he was like, he didn't, he was like, he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave everybody else out in the dirt. So he sold it so that everybody else could still continue their careers and their jobs and their livelihood and all that shit. And he wanted a company big enough to sustain everything he built. So he sold it to Disney. There was no deal made for anything. But he did turn around and go, hey, here's my here's my 7, 8, and 9. And like I said before, Bob Iger said, we're going our own way. And George Lucas is like, but I have the fucking movies. What do you mean you're going your own way? And in interviews, he was like, well, I sold it. They're doing... It's like they're doing whatever they want with it. And they asked, one person asked him, was like, well, did you go back to consult and all that? And he was like, if you broke up with somebody, would you drive to your ex's house to see what the fuck they're doing? Would you just, would you drive to hang out with them? Would you drive to give them advice? No, it's like if you broke up, you go your way, I go my way. They did what they did. Yeah, but. over here. It's kind of like he lost custody to his child. Wouldn't you want to still see your children? It, no, no, it's more he sold his car to this guy. You wouldn't go visit your car. Yeah. Unless you rebuilt the shit. Then it's like, what did you do to my car? But it's, it's fucking weird because there's interview after interview of people going, George is never going to sell this. Why would he sell this? He's never going to do it. He said he's never going to do it. There's interview after interview of people asking him, hey, so why don't you let somebody else direct? Seven, eight, and nine, and he was like, "No, there is no, there is no sequel if I'm not directing it. Seven, eight, and nine do not exist if I don't direct it." And then what happened? He sold it, and other people fucking directed their version of the sequel. So it's 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 so they don't exist, huh? So they don't exist. I mean, you can. You could surmise that if you want to. But you know what's funny to me is he's sitting there like, yo, it, nobody nobody could do it unless he does it. But if you look for the longest time, and I'm going to look it up right now just so I can be 100% sure. Because I, I know I know the fact that I'm about to say is true. I just don't know the name. And it'd be nice if Google actually showed you what the fuck you typed in it. Right? Because I literally typed in the correct episode. And it gave me a new hope. I'm like, that's not what the fuck... All right. Episode 
five, which everybody was saying was one of the best movies ever, and probably at the time it was the best Star Wars, was directed by Irvin Kreisner, not George Lucas. Mm. So for him to turn around and be like, nobody else can direct seven, eight, and like, Nobody else can direct the movies that I wrote, but you wrote five. Somebody else directed it. You wrote six. What's the motherfucker's name for six? Richard Mark Marquand directed episode six. So already in your fucking catalog of movies, other people have directed your movies. So you could have found the fucking competent director and did your movies and then been done with your trilogy, then been done with your saga and then sold it off so that people then may go on and, and do something else with it. Because yeah. I think the main... I, I keep saying that the problem with the sequel trilogies is they gave three different people three different movies and not one person thought that, oh, all this shit has to go together. All right? But I think an underlying problem is you handed it off to people who wanted to do something new, but they still felt like they had to stick within the bounds of the shit that already came. Well, if you're going to do that, then just do what this motherfucker do with the movies he wrote. Like, what the fuck are you afraid of, Bob? Yeah. Your infinite stupidity? Just do the fucking movies then. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. Because he was like, yo, George Lucas said, oh, I wanted to do something for the fans. You remade A New Hope. You remade a new hope. Nobody likes Ray. Or the majority of people don't like Ray. You wasted Finn. Nobody really talks about Poe Dameron. What the fuck did you do for the fans, bro? Nothing. Just do the movies he had written. Yeah. Then you could have did all your Disney Plus shit. And everybody would have been cool with it because now we know this is no longer the, the Skywalker saga. It has been done. It is closed. We move on now with other shit. And everybody would have been more forgiven because we're not we're not sitting here going, hey, but this took place when Luke Skywalker was around. Where the fuck is Luke Skywalker? We could have moved on to a different fucking point in time. Yeah, and he could have fucking been like, yo, let them do what they want to do and just be done with it or consult with them. But the thing is, like, dude, two of your two of your original three were directed by the people. So I don't get this. Nobody can fucking direct it. Nobody could do it if I'm not doing it. Yeah. But you also want to spend time with your you also have these movies you want to do. You know they're going to take you 10 years. You also want to go home and finish it. 
I like go home and spend time with your family. So let other let other people fucking do it. I don't I don't get it. You are in control. You already found two people in the 70s and 80s that came in and was like, what what do you want me to direct? This is the story. Cool. And he could have been home and every once in a while check in or have Dave Filoni as a fucking liaison. Yo, Dave, you're there to supervise. Let me know what the fuck's going on. If you need me, I'll chime in. If not, I'm cool over here on the fucking Skywalker Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bring this up because it's a weird thing of if this shit meant so much to him. He should have stuck away. He should have found a way to make it mean something more after yeah, he, he could. There was a myriad of things he could have done. He could have wrote it in the contract. I will sell it to you, but you have to do, you have to finish the story. Yeah. Or I'll sell you the rights, but I have to be a part of the the Star Wars lore or some shit. Like, these are the rules for Star Wars. Or he could have just held on and wait for Jeff Bezos to turn around and go, hey, I could spend a, I could spend $4 billion and not give a shit. I'll give you the money to make the movies. You make the movies the fuck you want. Like. <laughs> Word. Think about it. We would have had it on Amazon Prime instead of fucking... Instead of Disney Plus. Yeah, but we would have had to fucking pay for it, though. I already paid for Prime. And I paid for Disney Plus. What the fuck? No, I mean, I mean, we would have had to probably pay an extra fee for it. Nah. Nah. If Bezos is smart, you get Star Wars and you put Star Wars on your shit where if you just have Amazon Prime video, you can watch it. Everybody will fucking sign up for it. <laughs> but now... Would we have gotten all the other shows? Would we no. have gotten The Mandalorian? No. And Ahsoka and The Book of Bubble Set? And no. I was about to call him Keanu Reeves. No, we want Kenobi. Mad Gaiman. Yeah. Nah, we wouldn't have got that. See, this is, this is me, man. I know you were going to say, oh, they're losing money for it, blah, 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 but make fucking shows with it. You can make animated shows for Marvel, for for Star Wars that tell stories outside of what you're doing. You can have a Ghost Rider animated TV show or a fucking like other Jedi's that 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 were hiding out of Order sixty six and had a fight in their planet. Like not every planet has an Avengers, you know, something yeah. where it's like we could see stories about something. They, they can't. They literally can't. Because if you're losing money on this platform already, and it's going to cost you money, if, if you're constantly having to pay out to do show after show after show, and you're not getting anything in return, but now you're just an idiot. Why the fuck would you ever do that? Because someone named Toe Tags wants to see it. 
Yeah, but one toe tag does not make a fucking streaming service possible. And you know how I know that? Because my dad, our father, who, our father, who's in the living room, hollow be that name. (laughs) Our dad is sitting in the living room, has watched to my count, as of this date, 15 fucking shows that almost immediately gets canceled. Because I'm pretty sure him and six other people in the world, they're the only ones watching those stupid ass shows. Because they 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 tapped him. They were like, oh, wait, he likes this show? Oh no, this show sucks. Let's like, cancel it. Cancel it. They canceled um shit, I forgot. They canceled heels, but they canceled another show. They canceled heels already? Yeah. Well, it's probably because he talks shit about the the writer's strike, and the writer's like, nah, yeah. we ain't fucking writing your well, show anymore, bitch. I'm waiting for that to come on Netflix, and then they take over it like fucking um, Cobra Kai. There was another show they canceled, like, in this season. Oh, well, fuck it. They canceled that one that I, I couldn't remember, and I forgot where I was going with this shit. But fuck me about canceling shows that people watch or people yeah. don't watch. Yeah. They have to promote this shit. That's I think that was the biggest downfall with most of these movies. Like Saw 10, fucking phenomenal. Oh, Saw X, fucking phenomenal. Holds Yo, up to part one. Dude, oh, I want to do a video about that so bad. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do a video about it. And then but they gotta they gotta start promoting it as Ahsoka, despite what we said about this episode, is definitely worth a watch. Dude, but and see, here's the thing though. Andor didn't get that much publicity or they didn't promote that much. They didn't really promote Andor that much. I didn't see too many interviews with uh, the guy who plays Cassian, whose name I, Dale Galuna. I didn't see too many shit with him. And that's universally one of Star Wars best that's the only show if you notice that's the only show we don't bring up when we're talking about look at how fucking much it dipped the only show we don't bring up you think because it doesn't have to do with Jedi's but the fact that it's good no no but I'm saying the fact that people watch it like more people like yo I would rather watch the Star Wars shit without the Jedi's no no, the one thing, the one criticism that I always hear about Andor is that it doesn't feel like Star Wars. It's a good show, but it doesn't feel like Star Wars because everybody's like Star Wars is about fucking Jedi and Dark and Sith. That's what Star Wars is, despite the fact that George Lucas himself said Star Wars is just a fucking soap opera. It's a family soap opera about family dynamics and a father and son and trying to get uh galaxy back into yeah into democracy it's yeah to me it's, it's more not about, about just laser swords and fucking yeah. magic, right? <laughs> it's more about the rebels fucking isn't it about world war ii like hitler and shit like that it, it's not it's not about Lo- II, but like, like loosely based off of it yeah because you would the the first order or whatever the, the empire the empire it was like a was like a small fucking analogy yeah for Nazi Germany, the first order was like the 
Oh, it's hammering that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Wait, oh, what the fuck was his name? Palpatine. No, uh, Hux. We will stand on the line. We will be the front. That, that's straight out of uh, fucking. Go on the yeah. History Channel. Watch World War Two and watch <laughs> one of them fucking speeches. Yeah. He did everything but the salute and the fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> word. But, I mean, that's it. We pretty much wrapped it up. We spent a whole, a whole, what, two and a half hours on this episode. Which they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which we need more of. But, yeah, now, man. We'll... I will try to stay off of this thing yeah. for the next 24 hours. Well, we'll so catch you. We'll catch you guys next week with Loki, episode one, and Ahsoka, episode eight, the season finale. Yeah, stay tuned. There's going to be a, a, a video about Saw X because they, I was so fucking happy walking out of that theater watching Saw X. Yeah. It's not even funny. And there might be another surprise video or two coming out. In the in the next couple of weeks to look out for random Word. video drop. Word. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, it is your friendly neighborhood knuckleheads signing out. Peace, everybody. <laughs>